Blog Talk Radio. I believe in you, and I believe 
in your success. The other thing is quality of time or how much time we spend together. And when it's a long distance relationship, you don't have the time to spend together. Or if you have one partner that for business travels most of the time, that's creating a distance. And another thing is receiving gifts. Every one of us love to get gifts. That's why Christmas is, is such a big holiday. And any of your birthday is a big holiday to you. Or what about your anniversary with your partner? Isn't that a time that you do something very special or do something where you're constantly wanting to do something for the other person? What about physical touch? We all need to be hugged all the time. We all need to feel that touch. That's why when I can remember many, many years ago, I met someone and it was like, oh, well, I knew they were moving. It was like, oh, I'll have a good time while they're here. And then they left. And what happened? I thought that I was in love with them, not for any other reason, but that we had spent a lot of time together. Acts of service. And that's where you're doing something for others without even being asked. And the problem is that some people enjoy helping others, while there's some people who literally don't want to go out of their way for someone else. And when that happens, that's someone who is a user and a taker. They will do what will get you hooked at a time when you're feeling vulnerable, and then they got you hooked to the point where you're so dependent on them that you just don't know how to break away once you find out what they're really like because they often put on an act to get you where they want you. We typically know how we want to be loved, but often do not take the time to understand how the person we are with wants to be loved. Just remember, for a relationship to last, there's a big honeymoon stage where everything seems to go along really great and you just possibly live without that other person. But as time goes on, what happens in that relationship? It changes. It's like, think about it. When you, I, I remember reading something about how when a couple first get together, how when they sleep at night, they're all over each other. But as time goes on, they start to distance themselves. They start to turn face away from each other. They be, 
there's just something going on. It's it's like you feel so comfortable that that person is going to be around all the time that you just don't have to feel like you have to be touching all the time. We tend to show our partners love in a way that we think they will appreciate rather than the way they will appreciate. And it's the same way. When you speak to someone in your behavior pattern and they're a totally different behavior pattern, what's happening? That there's miscommunication. And it's the same thing that you treat people the way you you expect them to treat you, but you forget that often you what you want in your natural behavior pattern and what they want and they need and how you show them through communication that you appreciate them is also a very different thing to consider. And it's important for you to, uh, to understand the difference and to always think about how you can help them. So how many times have you bought your partner a gift and then felt like they did not appreciate the gift? Often that is because you would have chosen a gift that you think would be perfect for you rather than what is for them to receive from your partner. But is that what your partner also wants? We assume that their love language is the same as ours. Unfortunately, this results in us feeling a little unappreciated, mainly because we won't be loving them the way they want to be loved. Knowing your partner's love language is great, but you need to go the extra mile and know how you can love them in that language as that is the best way for them to feel loved. So remember this, love language for each of us may be very different and what we expect from our partner. And you know that you become so comfortable with someone over time, and relationships take work. There's always going to be ups and downs, but when you're feeling down and that other person is totally there for you, it reminds you why you love them. But when something happens and they're not there for you, you feel at a loss, and it, it, it makes the distance from you even that much harder to deal with. And therefore, what else is going on in your head? And knowing that and understanding that, understanding how you as an individual can change that, how you as an individual need to understand what their love languages, so you can be willing to adapt. Just how you need them to adapt to you. So here is how you can love your partner and their love language. 
words of affirmation. If this is your partner's love language, you need to be very patient. Your partner knows that you love them, but they would appreciate being reminded verbally. They need you to remind them that they are special and you love them. Ways that you can do this is by telling them that you love them when one of you is leaving. Occasionally sending them loving texts throughout the day, leaving them random notes that remind them that love them. Occasionally calling to check in and tell them that you love them. You know, in the beginning of a relationship at the honeymoon stage, we often do these things because we want the other person to know how we feel. But over time, over over the years, after you've been married for a while and you have children, what happens? Eventually, when you stop appreciating them or showing them in these few little ways, what happens? Then they, they begin to feel unappreciated. And then what happens? You tend to stay together for the sake of the children. And then once the children are grown and out of the house, it's almost like you have to find a way to either reconnect or what happens. That's why often older people, especially in today's world, because in the past, in the very conservative era, marriages stayed together not because they still loved each other, but that they were comfortable with each other. That these little things that you were doing in the beginning, you're no longer doing. And then what happens? The other person doesn't feel appreciated. And along the way, what happens as you begin to create a distance for yourself? Well, in, in that relationship, what does the child learn in how to have a relationship? Because they watch the parents. And when they see two parents showing love and appreciation for each other, then they learn how to show love and appreciation. And if there's no love lost between the two of them, then that's what the children learn. So if you want your child to mimic you and your relationship, and you want your child to find a good relationship for themselves, then you need to find a way to appreciate the person you're with. And find a way to to keep the, the honeymoon stage of the relationship alive even as years go by because you're going to have health problems, you're going to have problems at work, you're going to have things that what happens, you take these things home with you and you take it out on your spouse. And then what happens and what does the child learn? The child learns to do the same thing. So remember, children mimic what they see in the home, receiving gifts. This language is often misunderstood and largely attributes to women. 
contrary to popular belief, these people are not materialistic, and they do not want you to spend your money on them. Rather, when you get them gifts, it reminds them that you were thinking about them. And to them, that confirms that you love them. If your partner's love language is receiving gifts, try your best to pay attention to the things that they say and get them thoughtful gifts. These do not have to be expensive gifts. In most cases, it's the little things that that do the trick. These could be a packet of their favorite sweets that you picked up when you were running errands, a cap that matches their favorite sneakers, a toolkit that has a tool that they always lose, a bouquet that is not associated with any special occasion. You know, it's just so nice to show people you, 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 you're thinking of them when you get them a gift. Now, I can remember that I had an aunt that instead of buying a gift for the person whose birthday it was, she would get the exact same gift for each of us. Well, I mean, that was nice, and, I, and I, we appreciated it, but what did it mean to the person who was, it was their birthday for that day that when you bought something for someone else, the exact same thing, how did that make them feel? So remember, what you want to do is you want to make them feel special, as though something about them is unique and different. And it can be a gift. It can be a word of appreciation. It can be the way you touch them, whatever it is. Physical touch. For those people, appropriate physical touch is the way they connect with their loved ones. You need to clarify, understand, if your partner is comfortable with public display of affection or PDA or not. And, you know, I mean, a good example of that is if you, is you can look at the royal couple, that they are so comfortable with each other that in public they don't have to show a lot of PDA. But yet here it is, you've got a brother who feels so lost and so alone that when he found someone that was literally there to use him, what happened? He just fell all over himself. And, and then now she's just totally using him. I'm sure that you wouldn't want your partner to feel uncomfortable. So it's essential that you understand their boundaries that they have. For them, love can be random hugs, non-sexual kisses, cuddles, holding hands, touching when 
comforting them. And this is often something that we don't realize. But, you know, it, it, it's nice on a, on a cold, dreary day to cuddle up with someone. Or to whenever you want to show someone appreciation, even just kissing them on the cheek or just holding their hand to let them know that you're there when they really, really need them. Because there are times when you're going to need someone and you really do realize how important it is that you're there for them. Acts of service. These people believe that actions speak louder than words. You're telling them that you love them is good. But showing them that you do is more important. The selfless and thoughtful acts don't have to be grand gestures. Just the small and thoughtful ones will remind them that you love them. The acts could be checking their car and making sure the water or oil is okay, ironing the shirt they want to wear, putting their laundry away for them, bringing them breakfast in bed. Now, ever watch a soap opera and, and how they, they, they kind of take all of these little things and, and they input it into the, the show? Well, that's the nonverbal way of showing someone that you care about them where you don't have to say all the time and tell them, but that you're going out of your way to do something for them to show them just what it means. Quality time. These people value spending time with their loved ones, and that is good enough for them. If you show them love, any of the above languages, they will most likely not return, not turn you down. But spending time makes them feel most loved. That can be just getting together and spending the day by either going out on a picnic, taking your bicycles out, riding, doing or just walking the neighborhood, doing something where you're spending time together. And it, so many times what happens, what makes something special for a couple or even with their children is that they're spending time with each other, that they're showing each other that whenever they need one another, that, that the partner will always be there for them. Because if you have to, this is what causes sibling rivalry between kids is that parent, the things that the parent says to them that creates the issues that happens along the way. Quality time is different for each person. So it is important to understand exactly what makes that partner happy. For some, it could be time engaging with each other. For some, 
It could be being in the same space while you both do your thing separately. For these people, love could be finishing off the day early so you can cook together, movie dates, having undistracted conversations, and in person. You know, um, often we think because we don't always get spend time together physically, what happens, especially think about it, when your children grow up and get married and have children of their own, what do you do? Because of technology and the fact that you have video cameras on your phone, then you can have FaceTime with each other. And that FaceTime is, is a way to compensate for not physically being with one another, but showing one another just how much love that is there. Knowing your partner's love language can and will improve your relationship. Once you know that your partner's love language, it becomes easier for you to love them and feel appreciated. It will bring you closer and help you fall in love with each other every day. Often, people have more than one preferred love language, and that gives us more options on how to express love and be affectionate. You will not automatically know how your partner wants to be loved, so it will take a bit of time and communication as well as some trial and errors. So be patient with yourself and your partner and take each day as a chance to know yourself and them more. Now, the last thing I'm going to say about this, and it's so important, is before you can love someone else, you have to love yourself. Because if you love your spouse, yourself and you respect yourself, then you're not going to allow yourself to be mistreated by someone else. And you will look for healthy relationships where you have good communication and you love that other person. Because before you can really love someone else, you still need to love yourself. Now, I want to also invite you to go to my website, Personal Success on a Daily Basis. Because whether you're successful in your personal life, in relationships, or in your business and your financial situation, it is important to determine how to set goals, how to not procrastinate, how to do the things to get yourself from where you are today to where you want to be. And when you're able to achieve those things, then it helps you to achieve the goals, the long-term feelings and emotions. And I also have coming up a 
seven-day challenge that's called Seven Ways to Reach Success on a Daily Basis. And then if you have found that you want to go further than that, I have a 14-day challenge, a 21-day challenge, and a 30-day challenge where you can literally get invested and learn how to succeed and how to change your mindset because success depends on having the right mindset. And the problem is that so many of us really don't understand that. And if you look back on the relationships your parents had and whether especially those bad relationships because those are relationships that you're bound to repeat and learning to change your behavior. Well, you can read about it, but if you have to learn how to put everything into practice, and once you learn to put it all into practice, then you can succeed on a long-term basis in your life and find success and what success means to you.